Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I'm going to share something quite personal and different today. And I pray that this blesses you very deeply. Our daily devotionals are all about walking more deeply in our relationship with God. Let me pray for you at the beginning today because this is a little different. And I pray that you would receive something special today. Loving God, you can see everybody who's listening. You can see everybody who's watching. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that you would speak into every life, to every person who is listening and watching right now. Lord God, I pray that they wouldn't listen to my words, but your word alive in them. Come, Lord God, to all of us and to all of them right now, wherever people are. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, I'm going to go straight to the scriptures. I'm going to read to you from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 25. This was the reading that Rosemary and I had at our wedding. And in two months' time, Rosemary and I will be married for 40 years. I look way too young, don't you agree? To be married for 40 years, I started very early. But yes, it'll be 40 years in just a couple of months' time. This was the reading at our wedding. The Gospel from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat, what you'll drink, or about your body and what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. It's a fabulous passage of Scripture. And it tells us that when we have needs, the very first thing we need to be concerned about is not the need, but as what's it say? Strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Well, I've been sharing in recent months as part of the daily devotionals, part of my journey. And I've been very, uh, I was very committed when we first began this that I would share the journey of what was happening in my life, my prayer life, because the daily devotionals Uh, Sure, they're about learning things, but it's about our walk with God. Well, about two, three months ago, I began to feel a stirring in my heart that it was time to start traveling again. I shared that with people. Uh, COVID, uh, COVID came along and it really knocked our ministry around as it did so many. And, and it really, I was traveling heavily before it, but I couldn't travel, couldn't go to the places, uh, couldn't travel overseas. I spent half my time in the US, in the United States. I wasn't able to do that. Half my time in Australia, I wasn't able to do that. Traveling in other places, wasn't able to go. Uh, I wasn't able to do the events that we were doing. All of it stopped. 
On top of that, at the beginning of this year, the, the war between Ukraine and Russia uh, begins, and that had a really de de devastating effect upon us in terms of our finances and our survival. And it's been a very, very difficult time. And yet in the midst of all of that, I began to feel this stirring that I was meant to do something. And sometimes when God speaks to us, sometimes when the Holy Spirit begins to stir us, it's like a stirring occurs within us, an unsettling, almost like a holy discontent, as I've often heard it called. I remember speaking to the priest who prayed for me, Father Des Williamson, when I was just a teenage boy. He's now 87, 88 years old. And I was talking to him the other I was talking to him back then and he said, look, seek the Lord, Bruce. He said, seek after God and God will show you what he wants you to do. Well, I was feeling somewhat disturbed, not sure. And I thought to myself, who could I speak to? Who could I just share my concerns? And I haven't traveled for a while. And wow, that's, that's just a big effort living on the road again. And, and, and now I would, be tra I would be recording everywhere I went as well. And uh, I thought, who do I know? Well, three years ago, a man and his wife, uh, husband and wife, made a contribution to the ministry. And I rang them. I can't ring everybody, but for some reason I, I rang this couple. And, and while the conversation that I had with this gentleman was just really good, and I ended up having a couple more conversations, and then, and then uh, I didn't talk to them for over a year. But in, yet in trying to deal with all of this, I was trying to think, Lord, what are you saying to me? This person came to mind and I wrote to them and I said, if I was to come to your city, uh, if I was to come to your city, would you have an hour to spare for me that we could have a conversation? That's all, all I thought. Well, this couple had invited me to come in the past and spend some time with them, but I had never taken it up. I'd not been able to. Well, Rosemary and I went and it turns out this gentleman is a uh, psychiatrist, a counsellor. And he, and whilst I was seeking for a, a conversation, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know much about psychiatrists or, or having met with people like that before. I've never met with anyone like that before. We sat down and for three days we talked. And the longer we talked, the more I kept hearing the Lord say to me in my in my in my silent times is, it's time to get going again. It's time to travel again. It's time to set up and to reach more people. And then, the, and then the Catholic priest who had prayed for me back when I was a little boy, he calls me and he says to me, he says, he says I, I feel God keeps putting one word in my mind. It's the word mentoring. And what had been in my heart was this whole idea, it's time to start raising up other women and men my age and older and younger people as well to be able to do this work as well. And, 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 and I started to say to the Lord, Lord, well, if you want me to do that, and if you want me to do it in different places, I, I'm going to have to do it in another place from where I am as well as where I am. And I've got home and our, our offices and our staff and everything else like that. And I said to the Lord, if you want me to be in a different place as well, um, well, you're going to have to do some things if I'm going to travel. I, I, need, an, I need another place in another location. Lord, if, if you want me to do it, here's, here's, here's kind of my conditions in a sense or what I'll need. I'll, I'll, I'll need an apartment. I don't want a house. Uh, I want an apartment so I can just lock the door and, and leave. I, don't have, I haven't got time to maintain a yard. Um, I'll need a studio. I'll need some place to record as well. You know, I can always go back to our base, but I'll need another place as well. And I'll need a car. I'll need a vehicle. I'll need some way for me to get around. And, and, 
And, and I said to the Lord, and by the way, I'm not a wealthy man, Lord. If, if that's to happen, you're going to have to supply it. I don't, I don't have anything to make that happen. And the ministry with all that we've been through, it doesn't have any money for that either. Well, I, I left from where I was meeting with this gentleman and I traveled to another city. And before I got there, I sent a letter ahead of it to, to everybody we knew in that city to say, I'm going to be here. I'm not doing any public events. I'm not speaking anywhere, but I'll pray for you if you want to write to me. Well, a lot of people wrote to me. Uh, a lot of people wrote to me and, and, and a couple of people jumped off the, out of the emails and mail that I got and uh, said, can we meet with you? And I, and I thought, well, I'll just meet with just three people. I'll just meet with three people whilst I'm here. The very first person I met with was a lawyer. I had, as I say, I'd never met him, didn't know who he was at all. He'd never met me. And I sit down with him and we meet for a cup of coffee and he shares with me his story. Very kindly he shared with me his story and how he had been blessed by the ministry. And I didn't didn't realise just what it had done for him. And as I travelled actually and met a couple of people, people began to tell me stories of what had happened to them through the ministry. And it shocked me, even though I knew people were blessed, it, I don't know, it just hadn't occurred to me to the extent. And I shared with him, I said, oh, I'm trying to discern what God is saying to me. And, you know, I feel like I need to, you know, going to have to set up in another place as well as uh, 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 where we are. We're going to have to set up in another place to be able to do this if we're going to do it all over the world. Um, and, and, and we get to the end of the conversation and that was all I said. And I'm just about to go. And then the gentleman said, he said, I tell you what, he said, uh, and I never told him what I needed. I just told him you know, I'm going to have to do something else. And he said to me, he said, listen, I have an apartment. And he said, if you were to pay the electricity, he said, it could be yours. You could, you could make it your home. You and Rosemary could make it your home when you're on the road traveling from where you've come from. And I said, really? And I said, you could rent that. You could use it for something else. And he said, yeah, he said, I could, but I feel like I'd be, I'd, I'd be building the kingdom of God. I'd be helping proclaim the gospel. And I remember going, wow, wow, Lord, what are you doing? Later that very same day, I met with two businessmen who I had met a couple of years ago in this particular city where I was. And they had said to me a couple of years ago, well, if you're ever in town and you need to record or you need to do something, you can just drop in at our office and we'd be more than happy to help you out. And they said to me when I met with them, they said, listen, we've had some offices that we've tried to rent out. And we've got a big room, big, big space, you know, a big place where you could set up a studio. We've tried to rent it out, but we haven't been able to rent it out. And it's a good modern place. And the reason we don't think we've been able to rent it out is one of them said these exact words. We believe God wants it for you to be able to set up here. And I said, really? And later in the day, the very third person, the only, because remember, only, there was only three people I spoke to. The third person, when I shared with him, I said, I said, you wouldn't believe what's happened today. This person about the apartment, the building. And then this man comes along and he says, could I, he, could you let me look after getting a car for you? And within the space of a day, all three of these things that had been on my heart in this other city was answered. And I stopped and I said, Lord, Lord, what are you doing? You're amazing. Well, the next day, this all happened in the last three or four days. The next day I met with my nephew, one of my nephews, a young, uh, a wonderful young man who's about 30 years of age. 
And I was sharing with him. I said, you know, this is what God has done. And he said this to me. He said this to me. He said, Uncle Bruce, he said, you, have sh- he said, you share these stories all the time. He said, what's it like? What's it like when God does this to you? And, and, I, and I said to him, well, this is normal, isn't it? This is what it's meant to be like for all of us. Because the scripture says, what does it say? That strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given. For me, I left home traveling, first of all, to go see that man at the beginning to say, what is God saying to me? I want God. And that priest had said to me, keep asking the Lord. And if you seek the Lord, he'll give to you. Why did all of this occur? And how did it occur? It occurred through the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit that provided all these things. It was the Holy Spirit who provided these people's minds. I never told them. They just came along and they just offered. And that's what it is to be Christian. It's normal. I could tell you a thousand stories like that. And I want to say to you today, The Holy Spirit wants to work in your life. The Holy Spirit wants to work in you. And the secret is to seek him first above even your needs. And then your needs will be given you. What does it say? But strive first for the kingdom of God. Then your needs are met. That's what's happened. And it's amazing. And so traveling across the United States, Australia, and in many other countries will now be far more possible because of what's happened and what started a few months ago as a holy discontent. And look at what God is going to do and how many people's lives will be touched. I know I've gone long today and I apologize. Someone said to me last week, I met them. They said to me, uh, I'd quit on church. I was far from God. And then I stumbled on you and you have brought me back to faith. Another man said to me last week, he said to me, he said, I, he said, I'm only in the church today because of what you have shared. He said, even my daughters, he said, they don't go to church all the time. He said, but they believe because of you. And I, I want to say to all of you who pray for me, who pray for the ministry, for all of you who are partners with me in the ministry financially, All of you have done this. And what we can be sure of is that many more, countless numbers of people will know Christ because of what you have done. And all that has happened is what's called normal. This is what it is to be a Christian. Loving Father, I thank you today that your Holy Spirit works in us. Touch our lives, bless us, and may we be open to you for you to work in our lives. We surrender our life. We place you first in Jesus' name. We pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. Sorry for going long. Uh, But don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.